Welcome back to the Lovely Craftians. This episode contains adult themes, discussions of sexual topics, and an accent that needs every leniency you'll afford it. Listener discretion is advised. Rain spatters the train windows, refracting and scattering city lights as the train pulls into Union Station. It's late, late enough that most folks are still in bed. The station is deserted. Good. The fewer people who see you melt into the city, the better. You don't have to wait for luggage, there was no time for that. It's just you, your laptop, and a handful of clothes now. It's not all bad. Minimalism suits you, makes it easier to leave when you need to. Because it's always a when, and never an if, it seems. When you'll get settled, when you'll make money, when you'll have blissful silence, always turning into when you need to leave, when you'll be broke again, when every door to your piece is slammed. It feels different this time, though, as you step out of the train station and into the damp, grimy smells of the city. You're not alone here in the buzzing hive of three-plus million people, especially since you have an address for one Zelda Lynn pinned in your burner phone's gongle maps. How would you like to get there? Um, I think Esther would be really excited to try the trains out. I feel like that's always like a big thing with teenagers when they're coming into the city. It's just like, they're so excited on these trains. And it's like on the L train, you're just like having a great time. And it's just always like, this is like the L train. It just smells like pee. Why are you so excited? That's, I don't know. All right, so you hop a train. Probably be the purple or brown line. Yeah, I imagine her kind of like taking those steps two at a time with her bag like slung over her shoulder being like I'm a city girl (laughs) just like so excited to be like I'm a city person (laughs) this is also your first time in a city this big yeah so that's that's about right yeah just being like "Ooh, I'm such a mysterious city woman now Ooh, Mm. who who could I be (laughs) and that is the question we don't really know. Why don't you why don't you tell me where you were prior to this? Well, prior to this time, um she was living with her parents up in Harvard, Illinois, which is a like all the way at the end of the metro line that you would have to take to go that way. It's the last stop. It is two hours from the city. And it's pretty much just trees. Trees. And it's a small town. Not super, like, crazy rich or big houses. Just, like, small families all together. And it was boring. And it's conservative. She had to go to a Catholic high school. And she had to wear a uniform, and she was just constantly under this pressure of be like this, stop being you. And the idea of just being surrounded by so many people, so many different people to be influenced by and experience things with, is just 
completely out of the norm, having been pretty much just with the same neighborhood and people all her life. This is a bit of a culture shock then. I'm sure you've been to Chicago like maybe once or twice, like on a big city trip. Yeah, definitely Um, to like the museums and stuff like that. Yeah, but this is a very different side of the city. It's not the touristy part, really. This is apartment buildings. This is two flats. It's a lot quieter, despite its proximity to downtown. You're you're in the near north side, so you're pretty close to the loop. But it's a lot. Uh, there's a noticeable sound difference, even this late in the evening. You can hear a little bit of the rush on Lakeshore Drive, which seems to always have traffic on it somehow. <laughs> always has traffic. Don't know always. how. Every road. Where are they town. going? Where are you going? Why out so late? Anyway. Uh, yeah, go home. Uh, and it's definitely a... It's kind of like that feeling where you keep thinking about uh, like going to Disney World and you're like, I have this vacation. It's going to happen. I just got to get through these next couple of months. But for <laughs> her, those next couple of months have been kind of her whole life of just being like, stay down, do the work, do what you need to do. Don't talk back. Just keep down, keep your head down, and then you can get out of there and then you can leave. You can just do whatever you want and just be free. And it's just like, just be this person for now, this fake person. And then you can be a real person once you get out of there. Boy, I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) All right. You're reflecting on this as you're on your L train. Um, It's a little bit slow in this part because it has a lot of weird turns in it for a train. And after a fashion, you get to your stop and you get off the platform and you have to turn around a few times because you get off on the wrong side of the road initially. And I vividly remember when I moved here, like trying to get used to where I get off on which side of the street. And I still do it if I've never been Mm -hmm. to that stop before. I'm like, well, where the fuck am I? Especially not naturally knowing where north and south and like east west is. It's just like, it's any, it's any direction, honestly. (laughs) So you do have to do a couple of double backs where Gongle is like, no, not this way, going the wrong way, but I'm not going to stop you. Live your life, live your truth. Please take a Um, (laughs) U-turn. Yeah, take the next left, go all the way around the block, and then try again. Um, Luckily, you don't have to do that. You just take a couple of turns before you finally get your bearings. And you find yourself in front of a a red brick two-flat, as is kind of common in this neighborhood. It's off on a side street, so... This street is pretty quiet. It's pretty residential. It's very different from the residential that you're used to. The trees, there are like a couple, but they're on the kind of shared sidewalk part. And front lawns aren't really a thing. If there are lawns, they're off in the back and you can't really see beyond like a fence with a walkway between two buildings. And the lights on the bottom floor are off. There is kind of a soft reddish sort of warm colored glow coming from lights on the second floor and according to the door buzzer that is the one that you are looking for 
Uh, she's definitely going to double check her notes multiple times before ringing the doorbell, having like a bit of anxiety of like ringing the wrong doorbell and getting yelled at because, yeah. you know, city people, you know, she doesn't want to bother them. Um, so she's gonna finally kind of like be like, nope, it's definitely this one. And if I'm wrong, it would be weird that I'm wrong. And it's gonna be fine. It's okay. It's okay. And so she's gonna ring it. Okay, you don't wait terribly long before there is a kind of clicky sound. And then someone on the other end on a very tinny and yet somehow screaming at you, not like physically, but it's just real loud, because that's how door buzzers are yes oh um hi hi is um uh uh sorry is this um is is this a zelda are you esther yes yes me i'm esther (laughs) esther's me the door buzzer buzzes very loudly it's even louder than the voice coming through the box and the door unlocks she definitely has like a visual, like very physical jolt of like that sound and being like, oh, oh, I have to go in and like rushes in like it's like, you know, Indiana oh, Jones trying to roll under that, <laughs> the door closing. It's like, you don't have to go that fast. It's okay. All right. You make it in. <laughs> it does kind of feel like you have to rush through that door, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> and it slams shut behind you like maybe... Uh, the hinge on it is just a little bit too overzealous. And you hear from upstairs a lock disengaging and like a chain lock coming loose on it. And then from what you can see, there is a set of stairs that leads up and it has kind of a landing that turns off to the left. And then there is a sort of walkway that has like a balustrade up there. Mm-hmm. The front door to the apartment upstairs opens inwards and out comes arguably one of the most stunning women you've ever seen she has long wavy brown hair uh like a a heart-shaped face that is still very symmetrical which is apparently how we judge attractiveness as human beings and these big doe eyes so she kind of reminds you of yourself a little bit but she's older she's more mature she's not older. She's like 24, but that's still older to you. Very true. Um, that's a grown-up. <laughs> that's a grown-up. <laughs> she's wearing a couple of layered tank tops, and then she's also just wearing a pair of, um, like, what do they call them? Hipster? Like, boy shortish kind of mm, yes. briefs. They're not totally underwear, but they're very short. She's taller than you by a little bit. And she's got a lot of bracelets and stuff on, especially in anklets on her feet. And she jangles when she walks. And she doesn't so much, like, appear there as she arrives. She has a a presence about her as she steps out of her apartment. Well, aren't you darling? Come on, come, come, come. Um, Esther just, like, immediately thinks in her head upon seeing her. She's like... This is exactly what I want to be. (laughs) 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 And she just like grips her backpack and she's just like, oh, yes. um," And she uh, takes the stairs very uh, gingerly, a little like trying to make sure she's not making too much noise. Mm, Let's go ahead and just roll it. Roll your dice, the D100 and see. 
What happens? Just a 100. Oh, um, these are older steps, and basically every time you step down on one, it creaks back up behind you. And it may not be making that much noise, but in your head, this is making the most noise known to man. Esther's just like gritting her teeth, being like, great, she's going to hate you because you're a foot stomper. <laughs> she holds that door open for you, and inside there is a living room there is a kitchen that's right next to it it's kind of open-ish for floor plan um the light was coming from the living room lamp and it just seems like there are like pillows and tapestries and blankets everywhere there's probably a couch in there somewhere why don't you roll a spot hidden for me oh nice Ooh. good job you're just so overwhelmed <laughs> There's almost like an incense kind of smell in here. You're getting very heady vibes. Esther's just like, this is great. This is so much. I'm gonna, they're gonna know. Oh, God. Oh, I'm not cool enough for this place. I gotta act cool. What's cool music? What's a cool thing to say? Uh, uh, <laughs> I like your pillows. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Yes, I, I've collected them over the years. It's cool. I'm not a pillow collector myself, but I could tell this is a great collection. <laughs> you, you're too kind. So, my name is Ozzy. Well, my name is Zelda Lynn, but you can call me Ozzy. All my friends do. Oh, uh, th thank you. Um, uh, she's gonna like be very business like, like reach out her hand, like. I'm, I'm Esther, um, and I don't have a nickname, just Esther. <laughs> That's all right. You don't have to. How was your trip in? How was the train? It was great. I, I, I thought I was going to sleep, but I didn't. I was just so excited. And then I got to go on the L, and I figured out how to get here using the maps. I only had to ask the CTA person behind the glass, like, only once. And they kind of helped me, like, gave me a clue on where I needed to go. But I kind of did it all by myself, which is pretty uh, exciting. <laughs> hmm. well, that was very industrious of you finding me all the way out here. I think you'll do just fine here in the city, once you get used to it. I mean, I, I don't know how you get used to it, you know? It's just, like, so much. <laughs> it's just so very exciting. Are you hungry? Do you need anything? Oh, um, Esther's immediate thought is, say no, that's rude. You should not ask people for food, <laughs> even though you are hungry and you have not eaten. She says... Uh, yeah, just like something small, you know, if you have a snack. <laughs> well, let's find out. Oh, these dice are not doing it for me. We need to switch it up. <laughs> I'm trying to be hospitable, dice. Stop. <laughs> That's better. All right, so she reaches into the fridge. And she pulls out some hummus and veggies and puts them on the counter. I also have hmm, crackers. Do you do you like crackers? Are I'm... my favorite food. That's crazy that you have them. I have Schmitz crackers, and that's probably also a brand already. But we're gonna go with 
perfect. I the, so she sets out a bunch of baubles for you. Thank you. I I really appreciate this. And she just like very gingerly is like, oh, just one little vegetable carrot. Oh, dip it in very gingerly. And it's like, so, um, have you lived in this apartment uh, for a long time? Oh, two years. <gasps> yes, two years. It's all right. It's close to the L. Yes, the L. Hmm. You know, you can... I don't know what situation you came out of. Our, our mutual friend never said anything about it. Just that you needed help. Um, but you you can relax here. You're safe. I mean. Oh, um. <laughs> just, it's just that you seem a bit nervous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess so. And she kind of gets that, like, little shaky voice where she's like, I'm going to be honest, I don't know how to not be nervous. So I might be like this for a little bit. <laughs> it's all right to be nervous. You're in a new place. You've come here unexpectedly. I understand. Okay. Thank you. Also... It's very hard to take you being so nice, and I might cry. That's it's all right. You can cry. Okay. She just like now takes just like a handful of crackers and just shoves <laughs> them into her mouth. She's just like talking about her mouthful. She's just like got some tears coming down her cheeks, and she's like. I was really hungry, but, you know, you just, you don't want to be a bother, you know? <laughs> well, we can get you something more substantial if you need it. No, crackers are great. Honestly, I'd rather eat, like, a rabbit than, like, normal food right now. I don't know if my stomach could handle it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, um, thank you again, my friend, um, well, I guess I don't really know their name name but their their chosen name what i know them from from the you know from fumblers you know medusa and um they are uh, just like thank you thank you for you know i'm i know i'm a stranger and like you know letting me in i'm i'm sorry i'm full of crackers and rambling <laughs> no you're fine it's i consider it paying it forward i came to the city under not dissimilar circumstances, so I, I understand. You need somewhere to be and to get your feet back under you, and I'm happy to provide that. Esther is immediately in her brain like, okay, I should change and trust what she's saying, but in her head she's like, be absolutely so polite to this woman because at any point she will remove you from this home. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, mm-hmm. I thank you. Mm -hmm. Here, why don't I show you your room? Oh. You can get settled. I mean, I don't have to take over a whole room or nothing. Just, 
You know, I could have a pile of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> We've got plenty of pillows in there, too. Oh, okay. And she kind of shows you through the rest of the apartment. And there's a hallway that goes, it sort of runs halfway between the kitchen and the living room is sort of where it starts. And then it takes off a little bit. And I hope nobody's actually mapping this because I'm making it up as I go. <laughs> so this probably makes no fucking sense. So, so don't try to build me. it in the Sims. <laughs> no, because it's not going to make any sense. Anyway, um, she takes you down the hallway and there's a closed door on your right. There is a bathroom just on the other side of that. The door is open to that. And then on the left, there is a small room where I think it's just a twin sized kind of rollout bed has been set up. Oh, and there's like a dresser. It's it's Spartan ish compared to the rest of the apartment. But there are still a lot of like pillows and blankets and stuff in here, too. This is, uh, this is great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, bathrooms across the hall. Water. Uh, I keep trying to say it, it, bathroom, bathroom, toilet. The toilet is across the hall. Uh, my room is just next to that. Mm -hmm. Help yourself to anything that's in the kitchen, please. Oh, sure. Thank you. And then Esther in her head's like, I will never touch any of that food ever unless I ask her multiple <laughs> times for her permission. Sweet baby bean. <laughs> <laughs> so the difference between an alpha lock and a masking for when you're using Procreate is pretty much what ends up happening is you're, you're your drawing style, if that makes any sense. So if you want to have a cleaner line art versus a more soft, whimsical line art, that's what you end up having to do there. And, uh, uh... Sade! Look what Ashley let me borrow. Um, I'm kind of in the middle of a stream here. Good. We can tell everyone about the Amulet of Life from the Imperial Forge! It's a neat little doodah that can track hit points, magic, luck, and anything with a number between 0 and 999. Okay, that is pretty dope. I bet tabletop and card players would get a kick out of it. How does it work? These three mirror dials represent hundreds, tens, and single digits. All you have to do is let your character take some damage, oops, and turn the dial to the right thing. I love that. Does it come in any other colors? Heck yeah, it does. It even comes in four different designs, all custom built to order. You just go to the website, theimperialforge.com, pick from five different types of exotic wood base, gold or silver for the dials, and the color you want for the Swarovski crystal in the middle. Voila! Beautiful gadget, custom for your table. We got a coupon code or something for the folks at home? Do we have a coupon code? You bet we do! Use code LOVELY21 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. How much luck did you use to get here anyway? Who needs luck when you have Cassie's portal stuff? Oh, we gotta go. She's gonna be pissed when she catches up.
why don't you roll a psychology for me? Gosh. Oof. Oof. These dice are betraying you. If you feel like switching to physical ones, that's fine. I might need to. Oof. All right. So she seems to get a little bit uncomfortable as she's about to leave. Like she wants to say something else, but also you're pretty wrapped up in just getting settled. And it's like she thinks better of it. And then she kind of just like waves at you. All right. Well, if you need anything at all, you know where to find me. Thank you again. And she gives you a smile that like, that's a, that's a sympathy smile, like an I've been there kind of smile. And then heads off to her bedroom. She's just kind of standing there, clutching her backpack to her. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then she does like a small little happy dance while also still being as like tight as a fist (laughs) in nervousness and just being like, oh my god. She, like, very gently puts her book bag down on the floor, making sure it's not in the way of anything, and then sits calmly on the bed and then screams into a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, yes! Are you all right? Oh, yes. So sorry. Uh, just thought of something funny. (laughs) She seems to accept this as it gets quiet again. Esther's like, oh, you dingus. Ruin it. <laughs> She's gonna know you're not cool. <sighs> Gotta keep cool. Keep cool. Cool people don't scream in pillows. Cool people don't eat hands full of crackers. Just chill. Gotta be chill. I did it. <laughs> She's just like kind of vibrating with excitement, but also like nervousness of like, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, understandable. Uh, Let's uh, roll a resilience on this. I feel like this would be one of the few times that you get it at advantage because your life situation has changed, but you've also fallen into a really good position, comparatively speaking. Very true. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to switch to physical dice. There you go. <laughs> These dice are traitors. Rude roll 20. I can't even salt you or put you in dice jail roll 20. It's like, gosh. I don't come to your house roll 20 and shit on your bed. <laughs> well, I'm sure they thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, but maybe we want you to. Oh, you you pay double for that. <laughs> Alright, now I got some physical dice. <laughs> oh, and this time I got 50. Oh, yep, that passes for you. So you're shaken up, for sure, uh, but not an inordinate amount for your situation, and the reassurance of having fallen here. Like, you're still skeptical, because you don't know this person. They, like, anybody could give you crackers and be cool. Like, you don't know this person. But it feels okay. <sighs> okay, breathe in. Breathe out. We're gonna be okay. We got this. We got this. We got this. Gotta be cool. Gotta be cool. Okay. All right. So far, 
We made it here. Good job, Esther. Thank you so much, Esther. Okay, so let's go ahead and pack. Let's unpack. That's what normal people do. They unpack. She's gonna like open up her like very small bags bag and just like very gingerly as quietly as possible open the dresser <laughs> to put her clothes in <laughs> just being like don't make a noise do not bother this person at all you manage okay you manage just fine okay look at me i'm like a grown-up put my clothes away like a cool person would actually do cool people put their clothes away i don't know anyway um cool all right so i'll put my laptop by the bed and that's cool um phone by there okay cool this is like this is great one pillow all right else let's put these pillows together okay whoa do i sleep with two pillows i don't know you do now she just like lays on the bed and she's like, yeah, 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 this feels good. This is a good amount of pillows. It's good. She's patting everything like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gracious. It takes you z- exactly zero time at all to fall right to sleep. And <laughs> it's probably the best sleep that you've had in a while. You've been up several nights like plotting this sort of escape of yours. And now it's finally done. And you feel somewhere like this is more of a roost than it is a, a cage. And eventually you wake up. It's hard to tell what time it is because there are some pretty hefty curtains on the window that have kept it dark enough for you to sleep until God knows when. And you've been undisturbed. Oh my gosh. Uh, she's going to like pat around with her hand to find her phone to try and like check the time. We're going to say it's 10.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. I slept in. She probably thinks I'm lazy. I should act like I've been up the whole time. Okay. Um, Oh, I slept in my clothes. Uh, She's going to very quietly open the bedroom door and, like, peek out and see, like, is anybody out there? Just to see if the coast is clear to go to the bathroom. Uh, you can't see anyone there, like from your angle. Okay, okay, okay. So she very quietly grabs her like little bathroom bag of like her little toothbrush and some toothpaste and just like just as quietly like speed tiptoes to the bathroom <laughs> no one stops you and she like quickly like closes the door and is like okay okay and she's gonna like brush her teeth and you know make sure she cleans off the spittle from you know the bathroom sink you know making sure there's no toothpaste stains and stuff she's like i want it to look like i am not leaving a mark here nobody's been here i'm not a bother you're a pristine house guest. She's like, I will make this woman forget she even has a house guest. <laughs> <laughs> Your stomach does start grumbling, though. And it's like the crackers and the hummus were fine, but 
if I don't get food in me, I might lose my shit. <sighs> Curse my basic human instincts. <laughs> so she's like gonna brush her hair with her fingers and be like, well, that's good enough. You know, you don't have to look good. Yeah, it's gonna yell at you for not having brushed hair. And then she's like, no, I'm gonna brush it. I'm gonna brush it. Someone <laughs> might yell at me. And so she's like brushing it out. And uh, she's like, okay, I'm just gonna see about breakfast. I'm just gonna go and see about see about some breakfast. You know? And then she's like, would it be rude if I just ate breakfast on my own? I should probably ask her if she's eaten yet and see if she wants anything. Ah, uh, yes. And then it won't seem rude that I'm just going through her kitchen. Yes. Okay. 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 So she's going to like brace herself and then walk out of the bathroom as if she's like entering on stage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we want you to roll for that? That'd be an art craft acting. There we go. Oh, I did that dice, and I didn't do the physical dice, but that's okay. Don't Come know on, what it's gonna dice, roll. What'd you do? Oh, extreme success! Okay, <laughs> that was that pep top. That was enough. You're like, yes, it's fine that I'm hungry, for I am a human, and that's what we do. And maybe we'll get breakfast. And so she's gonna walk out and try and find uh, Ozzy. You gonna roll? Listen for me. Ooh. I trusted you, and now I will. Kn- I, now I know better. <laughs> now we know why we didn't do that. Yeah. Now we know. Damn it, roll twenty. How dare! All right, so you bust out of that bathroom like you rent this place alongside her. Not that you own it, <laughs> but that you are legitimately on the lease. And you come out into the living room, and she is standing in all of her long-legged glory atop a coffee table in front of the window with a camera pointed at her feet which are very carefully manicured and she's fussing with some lighting and doing like test shots at different angles of her feet she doesn't even notice that you're in there Mr. kind of cocks her head to the side and is like is this a thing i don't know is she an artist and she's like, well, she's got a lot of pillows. Do pillows, do artists have a lot of pillows? She must be an artist. That's what it is. I don't know what feet have to do. That's the metaphor here, but it's art. And before you make noise, because she rolled a two. <laughs> it, it, she must have just caught you out of the corner of her eye. And she doesn't look at you. She's still very intent on the camera. And she says, Oh, good, you're up. Come, can you come take a look at this for me? Oh. I don't know what this is looking like on the viewfinder. And it's, the lighting is perfect, but the angle of my feet is strange. Oh, uh, I need a second opinion. Sure, I I can do. So she like quickly walks over. Um, so just look in the look in the camera. Yes, please. Oh, okay. Um, how do, how's this? If I tilt my foot like this, and I angle up on the toe, is that all right? Um, 
If you were a discerning gentleman, would you be into this? Would you pay money for this? the mood we're conveying. What's the, what's the, the metaphor? I think I'm going for, I'm very pretty, but I could step on your neck if that's what I wanted to do. Mm. Yes, yes, that is, you know, that's a, yeah. Okay, um, can you, can you, like, flex a little bit more? Like, just a little, like, flex the foot a little. Kind of like, like this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, exactly. Now it's like, kind of looks like in, like you're in a high heel where you're about to, like, step on somebody. Yeah. I think that looks great. Perfect. She clicks a button and the shutter closes a few times as it cycles through a few pictures. I didn't know you were an artist. <laughs> I suppose we could call it that, yes. This is great. This is a fancy It does take camera. quite an eye for this, and thank you. I appreciate the help. Oh, anytime. I mean, I, I don't know much about art or, like, photography or nothing like that. But, you know, definitely taking my share of selfies. <laughs> um, uh, are, are, are you hungry? Do you want any breakfast? I don't know if you've eaten yet. Hmm. It, it, she looks around. Oh, good lord. Is it already 10.30? Um... I have time for breakfast, sure. Oh, great. Um, There's a cafe down the street if you want to go there. <gasps> a Moonbucks, I believe. There's like only one of those <laughs> where I'm from. And it's like, yeah, I drive like 30 minutes to get to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, let's do Moonbucks. All right, let me put some shoes on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And she swans down off of the coffee table and then goes and disappears into her bedroom. And when she comes back out, um, she's wearing a pair of uh, black sort of faded jeans. They're skinny leg that tuck into a pair of leather riding boots. And she's got a black leather jacket on. And she's just so cool. So cool. Esther's just like looking at herself and her clothes from yesterday and just like kind of straightening out the t-shirt that has like a little cartoon monkey on it and it's like <laughs> the monkeying around and like her like little like like wide boot cut khakis <laughs> she's like yay she's too cool <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll grab, um, my phone. I'll go grab that stuff real quick. And she's like, oh, I gotta change. I gotta find a cool shirt. <laughs> Is there one in the stuff that you brought? It's like... One that you would consider a cool shirt. Uh, she's like, I don't have anything with, like, cool things on it. Uh, where's my parents for only getting gap clothes? Um, she's like, okay, well, this one's kind of cool. It's got stripes. Pirates wear stripes. Pirates are cool, right? <laughs> this will have to do. And she, like, quickly, like, strips off the monkey shirt and puts on the striped shirt. And she's like, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. She, like, messes up her hair a little. And she's like, I'm cool. <laughs> and she's, like, got her phone, shoves it in her pocket. And she's like, 
finger guns. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Ozzy leads the way down the street. It's really not that far. And even as you're looking, you can kind of see the sign for another Moonbucks maybe a block and a half away. Like, they're everywhere here. Wow. You just, like, get coffee anywhere. That's crazy. You can get anything here in the city. Basically at any time. How do people go to sleep? There's just so, there's just so much. Eventually they do. I think it must be all the coffee that keeps them up. Surely. <laughs> so she pays for your coffee. She grabs whatever pastry it is that you're after. And then she finds uh, a table and chairs that are sat next to the window. Just like, I'm at a cafe. <laughs> wow, I feel so grown up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have those very much where you're from. You know, like, there's like, uh, oh, there's the gas station. That's kind of where my parents would get coffee, but normally not allowed to have coffee. So this is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose the worst places we could go for coffee. Yeah, my, my dad, he's always like, why do people spend so much on coffee? Like, the gas station coffee is only three bucks. And it's like, they don't even have caramel sauce there, dad. <laughs> uh, she just, like, takes a huge slurp of her, like, <laughs> coffee and she's, like, got, like, milk foam mustache. <laughs> uh, <his> parents. <laughs> Mine were much the same. I used to live in a little beachside town in England, and I got just about as far away from them as fast as I could as soon as I was able. So, I understand. England? Whew. So fancy. And you did <laughs> get far. <laughs> Sometimes you just wind up where your feet take you. I'll say. Or your feet in a plane and a train and several more planes and trains and cars and... Sometimes just your feet again. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, Harvard. Harvard. Uh, it's boring. It's like, I, you know, I, I saw the ocean once, but, you know, that's cool that you grew up by the seaside. That's fun. It gets salty after a while. <laughs> salty. Hmm. So what are you hoping to get out of Chicago. And Esther just like immediately takes like a slow swallow of her coffee, being like, oh. uh. And she's like immediately flashing to like when she gets questions like, well, what do you want to do with your life? Like, why aren't you focusing on this? And she's like, no, 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 not that question. It's not that question. And she's like, um. Uh, you know, I just, uh, and she's, like, kind of, like, fiddling with her hands, like, doing these, like, in-the-air gestures, like, she's, like, trying to grab a thought, a coherent <laughs> sentence, and, uh, she's like, um, I guess uh, what I hope to get is, um, me? 
um, like a, like freedom? Probably the best answer I've ever heard to that question. Usually people are like, well, my five-year plan and my 10-year plan. And uh, honestly, that's not going <laughs> to, it's good to have goals, but if you don't know what you're searching for, then what's the point? I mean, honestly, I never even thought I'd actually get on the train. I kind of surprised myself when I ended up there. And um, so to think about like five years ahead in the future is just like, ooh, <laughs> my brain will explode. <laughs> um, I'm just very focused on right now because it's just like all very uh, overwhelming. But uh, mm. in, in a good way, it's a good, it's a good overwhelming where it's just like, I wish I could eat and lick and talk to everybody at the same exact <laughs> time. Um, uh, not in that I wouldn't lick people, but, um, you know, just like I want to experience everything. But I also just like want to completely shut down and not do anything. <laughs> that makes sense. You know, so I'm just kind of hoping to really figure out who I am without um, my parents kind of always telling me <laughs> who I am and what I need to be doing better and <laughs> why do you walk so loud? Why do you talk so loud, Esther? <laughs> Stop shouting or just, oh my gosh, why are you so excited? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> That sounds like a terribly difficult situation where you're not allowed to just be yourself. And I hope, while you're staying with me, that you don't feel as though you can't just exist. I want you to exist in your space, Esther. I want you to exist in my space. She just immediately starts crying, but it's like that flat face crying where it's like, can't hold it in anymore. Um... Well, you know, she's still trying to go about this, like, normal conversation of just being like, Oh, well, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, uh, you know, parents, right? They're always just so <laughs> overbearing. <laughs> and I don't let you have a door or any privacy. And, you know, it's just like, <laughs> oh. And she's like, <sighs> she's just pushing as many napkins towards you as she can. And Esther's just like shoving them on her face and just being like muffled as she's trying to be like, I really don't cry this much. Um, so I'm very sorry. I promise I am a normal human person. No, no, no. no. Normal human people cry. It's all right to feel. I have a feeling you've been told not to for so long that you don't know what to do with yourself now. I mean, yeah, you could feel things. You could feel um, uh, homework. Homework is a thing you can feel that's very that good. Is um, not, no, 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 <laughs> that is a thing you do. That's not how you, that's not how you feel. You can't feel maths. God, I hope not. Uh, I mean, I never did. <laughs> as much as I tried. Mm. Well, thank you. Uh, I mean, I I really can't tell you how much I appreciate this, honestly. Um, 
and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, uh, you know, with my parents and stuff, but, uh, I don't know. It's just like even nice getting away for them for a day. <laughs> well, if there's anything I can do to help keep them away, please, please do let me know. I've, I've had plenty of experience hiding myself on the internet. That's so cool. And you're an artist and you're like a photographer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're very cool. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, I, I need to be honest with you because I don't, I don't want to hide it. I obviously can't. I needed your help this morning. Um, Esther's like, oh no, in her head, like, God, here it comes. She's like, gonna be like, also, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I have many jobs to make ends meet. And one of those, as you saw, is selling pictures of my feet on the internet. Oh. And in her head, she's like, well, I wasn't expecting that. That's definitely not I hate you. Um, <laughs> and she's like, so people want to see your feet? Oh, darling, they want to see whatever you'll give them. Wow. Well, I never thought of that. It is handy. Well, not in oh, this case, necessarily. This is like but... a, and she's like whispering. She's like, this is like a, like a sex thing. I suppose for them it is. For me, it's just a job, a very lucrative job, but a job nonetheless. Like, she's like whispering over her coffee. She's like, how much do people pay for feet pics? Darling, if you take care of your feet, you would be horrified by how much money they will pay you for them. Oh. In a good way. That's, uh, I didn't know you could do that. There's a lot you can do. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, and my friends would say stuff on, you know, Fumbler and everything like that, where, you know, we're like role playing and stuff like that, having fun. And, uh, you know, sometimes like stuff would pop up on the computer and everything. But, um, I don't know, like, you just do that. That's, that's, that's like your job? One of several. It's so cool. You've like, like oh, like all these jobs and like, well, what else do you do? Well, the feet are easy. That's an easy job. Minus all of the upkeep, you have to take very close care of your feet. But where the real money comes, and please don't, please don't think ill of me on this. Hmm. I occasionally read people's fortunes. And she's like, oh my god. She's magical too. <laughs> magical foot lady. Oh my god. <laughs> and she's like trying not to hyperventilate with like how excited. And she's like, I had to hide those books in the library to read about tarot and stuff. And she's just like, oh my god. I'm so excited. And she's like, <laughs> wow that's and she's like trying not to sound too eager she's like that is oh that's fun am i overwhelming you am i 
Is this too much? I'm going to be honest. This is kind of the coolest conversation I've ever had outside of the <laughs> internet. Um, I'm kind of freaking out with how like cool you are, to be honest. I, I hope I get to get know you enough where you can drop your guard a bit and just be yourself because I, I'm pretty sure you're cool too. Um, I think it was incredibly brave of you to abandon your family and your life that you were leaving because you were unhappy with it. I never thought of it that way. I kind of just felt like you know you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and then suddenly it doesn't seem so hard. And suddenly you're gone. <laughs> it takes an, an immense amount of courage and strength to get here so i'm i'm in all of you even if you're not sure of who you are just yet um and i appreciate I, you not judging me too harshly for the feet and Esther just grabs all the tissues again and puts them <laughs> on her face and she's like um if anybody ever does judge you they're rude and i hate them <laughs> Why would anybody judge you for that? <sighs> We'd be surprised. But that is a conversation for another day. I think... I think today we'll go shopping, get you some clothes, because I don't think you brought enough, and we'll get you back up on your feet. Doesn't have to be your only feet, but your feet nonetheless. Um... I don't, I don't really have a, a whole lot of money. We'll get there. Okay. Um, thank you again. <laughs> I might keep saying thank you, so sorry. I don't mind. Okay. She does like a good old... <sighs> and wipes all the... As much of the tears away as she can. She's like, okay. Okay, um, where do you buy all your clothes? Because I want to look, I want to dress like you. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? They were just here. Hey, Sade, what are you thinking for food to- ah! Hey. Ow, what are you doing here? Uh, it's a long story. While I have you here, did Sade tell you about the Venture Maidens news? I mean, a little? She mentioned their new campaign guidebook. Yeah, so they've teamed up with C2 Gaming on a Kickstarter campaign to bring the world of the Maidens to fans and friends. It'll have new subclasses, monsters, magic items, all sorts of things perfect for game masters and players looking to bring the Venture Maidens' homebrewed elements to their games. Okay, and don't judge me for this. What if I don't know that much about the Venture Maidens? That's alright. The campaign guidebook was written for anyone playing D&D 5e. Heck, you can even pitch money towards the project without a backing reward just to cheer on our fellow femme podcasters. Though you'll probably want the guidebook for the art alone. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's full of stunning Art Nouveau style pieces from some of the best artists in the tabletop community. They're also super close to unlocking their final stretch goal, and I'm really pulling for that four-part level 1 to 20 campaign. 
That's awesome. How do I get in on it? Go to kickstarter.com and search for the Venture Maidens Campaign Guide. The campaign is running until May 8th, so there's still plenty of time to go support our Penwich Studio Network Pod Sisters. Do you have some more info on the Venture Maidens themselves? Absolutely. Head over to VentureMaidens.com, at VentureMaidens on Twitter, or anywhere you get your podcasts. <sighs> I wish I could stay, but I've got a jet. Your wife's an accessory to portal theft now, and I need to make sure she doesn't get in trouble for it. Wait, what? It's fine. I'll take care of it.